GAC Radio is an amazing podcast recorded in Portland, Oregon at our very own Grace Art Camp, where no one is a lamb. Hello, how's your day been? Hold on, are we at the start or the end of the podcast? Give me this quick. Alright, uh, this, uh, the date is week four, um, sounds about right. What is week four, you ask? From July 19th to 23rd, 2021. This week, we are celebrating the amazing culture, music, stories, folklore, and of course, art of Mexico. This week's theme is stories of the sun and the moon, and we learned the Aztec story, created the moon, and the Mayan story, Roshan and the sun. The themes of the stories are the sun, the moon, and volcanoes. This week's episode includes a few interviews, conversations, and debates, and many more radical things. That wasn't cringy at all. <laughs> we hope you liked this week's episode. Let's get started. Three, two, one, action. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Como están? Muy bien. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Como están? Muy bien. There was a moody kid named Wachina. Wachina's father was the sun. I created the sun. Wachina wanted to be as great as their father. Wachina said, my wife is so hard. How will I be as great as my father? I'm jealous. I want to create something. But what? Maybe I can make a sun at night. Wachina went to the great search and asked for help. Where is the feathered serpent? And ask for the feathered serpent's help. I'm sorry you can't have the feathered serpent. I'm sorry the feathered serpent cannot help you. But this rabbit will. But you could have this rabbit. And the rabbit says hi. Hey, how's it going? I'm a rabbit. I'll help you. What Tinox said, not a rabbit. Not a rabbit. Not a rabbit. What does a rabbit do? How can a rabbit help? I promise I can help. Rachina took the rabbit and asked for the jaguar. And asked for help. The jaguar wouldn't help him. And the jaguar said, I can't help you either. But you have a rabbit. Not a rabbit! What can a rabbit do? But the rabbit said, I'll help. I'm smart. I'm brave. I can jump for the high. He sat by the, the fire to, to think about what to do. Wachinog built two shields to the top of the mountain. He went to the top of a mountain and tried to grab a closest star, but he couldn't grab it. But he couldn't grab it. Oh no! But Wachina couldn't reach it! But the rabbit says, I can jump. I can jump. Let's jump really high! Really, really high! I promise! Then the rabbit jumped up to the closest star. And the rabbit got the star. Wachinog said, Hey, rabbit, catch! And threw up his lasso. The rabbit hooks the lasso onto the star and climbs up to the star. Wachina got to the star, took a piece and put it on his shield and put it on his seal. 
They did this to every star. And they jumped to a next star. In the next star. In the next star. They collected the shine. And put it on the shield. Until the shield shone bright. It became the moon. But the rabbit wanted to join him. Please, can I join you? Can I join you? Can I join you on the moon? Oh, um, Regina asked for the rabbit's name. And the rabbit said, Tua, and then he said, Tua, you can ride with me. And the rabbit joined Wachinog on the moon. So when you look at the moon, see if you can see the rabbit in the moon. So now you can see the rabbit on the moon. Um, I think the moral of the story is do what you think is right and for the right reason. And stories that I think are similar to the tool story with the moon returning to the sky is the bamboo girl story about a girl who these this woodcutter found in a bamboo stalk and brought home to raise and when she was older she told the town that she belonged to the moon and she was the spirit of the moon and so she left and became the moon spirit another story is the story of chang ah the chinese moon goddess who she has a little pet rabbit named Jade Bunny or Jane Jade Rabbit who lives on the moon with her. And then the third story is where the mountain meets the moon and it's about how the mountain has a spirit and the moon has a spirit and they can take human forms and but pretty much when they take human forms they disappear. The mountain and the moon disappear. And then the mountain needs the moon and the moon needs the mountain to hold each other up. I'm going to talk about my snake named Bobby and how she's related to the feathered serpent from the story we have just finished. Bobby is a ball python and she loves sun and heat from her heat lamp. I thought the, the feathered serpent was related somewhat to the sun and the moon in the story, so I thought that's somewhat related to my snake. She's also very calm and helpful and is just like the feathered serpent that probably could have done the same thing. Bobby doesn't have any feathers, but she has cool snake-like patterns as a ball python. I'm not sure what the feathered serpent would look like, but I imagine it to have just colorful feathers and be kind of a version of my pet snake. Have you ever seen the rabbit in the moon? We have stories about the sun, moon, and stars. Hi guys, did you see the full moon last night? No, but I heard it was great. Yeah, I thought it was I heard it was really cool. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah, but I never realized that's a full moon and I, I never was sitting in my house just really just watching. Yeah, I was just watching yeah. the movie. <laughs> Same. Was, just was, chilling. Yeah. Everybody else was probably just looking outside. Ooh, look at this pretty moon. We're just like watching TV. Yeah. But it is Mexican week at Grace Art Camp, so everything's kinda of about the moon. Yeah. Hi, me and my friend are going to be talking about the sun, the moon, and the stars. Let's start with the sun. You could fit 1.3 million Earths into the sun. It's so big, it also takes up 99.9% of the mass in the solar system. It is also so far away from Earth that if it were to go out, we wouldn't know until two days after. And light takes like seven minutes to reach the Earth. Uh, it also has solar flares when parts of it, parts of the sun get really bright. and. Be careful around the sun too because it can give you skin cancer. Also, it is so, even though it is so far away, it's so hot that we still have heat here on Earth. And if the sun were to go out, 
it would be like minus 100 degrees Celsius. It would be so cold. The sun is also a star, which brings us to stars. Did you know that Jupiter is one of the biggest planets, and yet it is still small enough to be considered a dwarf star? Stars have lifetimes, kind of like humans. They're born, and then they get, and then they get bigger. They grow up. Then they get huge and big and red and die. The sun, though the sun is a star, it won't do that for millions of years, so you don't have to worry. And when a star dies, it's called a supernova. Stars also make up really cool constellations, and they're part of astrology, which I'm sure you've heard of, like your sign, things like being a Libra or a Pisces or a Sagittarius. You're a Sagittarius, right? Yes. And you are a... Libra! <laughs> okay. They all have different qualities, although people aren't sure whether astrology is actually real. Stars, they're so important in so many different cultures. They Back hundreds of millions of years ago, when we didn't have GPS or like Google Maps or whatever, we had to use the stars to get around. The North Star mapping. Like the North Star. You look that way and it's always north. So if you need to go north, you can follow the North Star if you're lost. The North Star is part of the Big Dipper, like the constellation. Some other constellations are like Orion. Orion's belt is usually the easiest to see, just three stars in a row. And that's it about stars. Time for the moon. The moon goes through cycles, but it's really the Earth moving so that um, the moon just looks different to us. If the moon it doesn't produce any light. It the light that we see from the moon is actually reflecting off of the surface of the sun. The moon also controls the tides, which is why we have waves. It, however, it is not the moon's fault we have tsunamis. Those are created by tectonic plates under the sea. Speaking of the sea, there's been water found on the moon. Recently, actually. <laughs> Some people think the moon is a big piece of cheese. <laughs> which is not plausible because a piece of cheese flying around like half the size of Earth would like disintegrate and freeze. And there have been people on the on the moon to prove it. Other planets have moons too. Oh yes. Thank so, you for informing so, me. Some planets have lots of moons. That's all of our star that's all of our space facts for today. Thanks. Wait, wait, there's one more. Um, <laughs> um one of the moons from Jupiter is big enough to be considered a planet, but we don't consider it one because it's a moon. <laughs> That's, That's really all. all this time. Yes. Moon too bright at night? All the time. Try Very Necessary Moon Unilluminator. Alright, I'll try Moon Unilluminator. It seems very necessary. Very Necessary Moon Unilluminator. The product nothing rhymes with. The side effects may include sleep deprivation, nausea, accused anxiety, excessive anxiety, uncontrollable barking and hissing, and potential coma. Hi listeners, I found an alien from the moon in my yard. Well, it claims to be from the moon. For this segment, I will be interviewing it. What does the moon look like? It is green with rocks and craters. Yeah. That sounds uh, very interesting. How do you know English? I learned it from a TV show. Oh, okay. Is there any chance humans can live on the moon? No, but couldn't handle it. Lots of dust. Smells like the elderly humans. How'd you get to Earth? I went down on a ship of that Jeff Bezos. Oh, okay. Well, with that, we'll conclude this interview.
Breaking news! Councillor Ben's coffee has been reported missing. We have hired a private detective to interrogate the suspect. Where am I? Answer all my questions and don't make any sudden moves. Do you know where the Councillor Ben's coffee is? I don't speak or I'll make you speak. I think... Fine, you leave me no choice. You will face the electronic chair. Boop! I don't think it's working. He's dead. Get rid of the evidence. But I'm not... And that's it for this edition of GIC News. See you next week. The alien kept following me. So we're going to do a second interview. How many aliens are in the man? Well, I haven't seen any other than me. What do you eat? Us aliens are strictly carnivores, so I eat anything I can find. Well, any meat I can find. Why did you leave the moon? There was nothing left to eat, so I was starving. Would you eat humans? No, humans are gross. Us aliens have higher standards. That's a relief. Hi, we're here to tell you about the moonless night. A long time ago, there were two bright stars named Luna and Sol. Best friends they were. But then Luna kept getting jealous of Sol. Because Sol shined so bright and people enjoyed his light. And he grew brighter every day. And people shunned Luna. Until one day, Luna refused to rise the moon. And now, when it was nighttime, the shadows were free to roam the land that we call home. This continued for five nights straight. But that's when Luna realized how the people were in the land that were suffering. And then, when Luna realized how the people were suffering, Luna rose up again. And, and when, when you, you look, look up, up at, at the, the moon, moon at, at night, you should be grateful for the moon. Because that's what keeps the shadows for, from the land we call home. And that is the story of how the moon was back and so the sun was happy again and the two stars were friends again the end sleepy pills eat them or feed them to your kids they'll make anyone fall asleep another, another product in the sleep life line there were two kids named Tuff and Rosha. Since they were four years old, Tuff would be in charge. But when they got older, Rosha started to want to do her own thing. One day, Tuff and Rosha were playing a game. Rosha got hot. She said, Tuff, I would like to go to the stream and cool off. Tuff was really mad. So he decided to cut off Rosha's hair. Rosha goes to the stream and washes her hair. She dipped her feet in and started to feel really sleepy. Rosha went to sleep and Tup sneakily went over and cut off all her hair. Tup wanted to cut all her hair off so she could build a net and uh, catch the sun so she wouldn't sit at the lake. Rosha wakes up and notices that her hair is gone still so goes to find it. She says that it's fine but that it's not fine and then goes and finds the sun captured in her hair and says to Tup, you've doomed us all. Then Rosha says, You've doomed us all because now mom and dad can't grow their corn and that means we'll be poor. And the animals and the humans will all die without the sun. You doomed us all! Then Tup said, you should have played with me. They tried to cut the net, but they kept burning their hands. 
Then Rosha went to go get help. And then they asked the deer for help, but the deer says no. Then Rosha went to ask the turkey, but the turkey said no. Rosha went to the village to ask for help, but nobody wanted to help. They hear a small voice in the forest saying that they'll help. A mole creeps out and says, I will help you. Then Rosha says, you're so little, how are you going to help? And then Rosha puts the mole in her pocket. Then the mole falls asleep and dreams that he's a big, strong, and brave mole. Then the mole started to shiver because there was no sun. The mole wakes up and tells Rosha he doesn't know how he can help, but he can still try to be brave and bold. Rosha runs over to the net with the mole on her shoulder. She lets the mole chew through the net. Then the mole leaps from piece of net to other piece of net, and they're so fast that they don't get burned. Now the sun is free and it shoots up in the sky. Then the mole is gifted with the power to dig holes and hide from its enemies inside the holes. Rosha got the gift of to see flecks of gold in other people and the other people's side. As for Tup, well, he learned his lesson. And the reason that moles are blind is because when the mole was chewing at the net, they were staring into the sun. Used hair extensions. Buy them today. They're 25% off. Totally not real hair. Wink, wink. It definitely doesn't have eyelashes in it. Definitely. Warning, we did not clear out all the lice. See ya, wouldn't wanna be ya. The deer was granted huge antlers to weigh him down with guilt. They must have been at least 50 pounds. The turkey was, however, was granted a really stupid call that was extremely annoying. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I can't live with you anymore. Not with that horrible noise you keep making. Gobble, gobble, gobble! Hello. Can you tell me about a time you felt especially emotionally close to the sun? When my family went to Ocean City, Philadelphia. What did you do in Ocean City? We saw the sunset there. How did you feel looking at the sunset? Happy and grateful for my family. Thank you for speaking with me. Today we'll be telling sibling stories and trick stories relating to the stories that we've been told this week. I'll be going first. I have a couple of fun stories for my siblings. Like the one time I went down in the middle of the night to get water um, and I just found my brother baking cookies in our kitchen at like 11 o'clock at night. And so I just joined him and I just like sat there with him while he baked cookies. And after we, he was done, we were just like, all right, good night. And we just went back up to our rooms and slept. <laughs> so that was a really fun time. Also something really funny, but also like sort of, uh, you know, trick thing. My brother likes to scare me a lot, and you know, whenever we're like going somewhere, he'll like hide in our driveway behind a bush or something, and he'll just like be like, boo, and he'll pop out. But I have like a sort of late reaction, so whenever he does that, I'll just like wait for like just like a couple milliseconds, and then I'll and then I'll react, and it's really funny because I just like sit there, and then I go ah, and I scream, <laughs> and that's super funny. Uh, I will be going next. The first story be involving my cat and my brother, specifically his bed. So we got a cat 
a couple years ago, a year or two ago, um, my cat peed on my brother's bed a couple times. So my brother is really annoying to me a lot of the time. So I decided I was going to dump water on his bed to make it seem like the cat had peed. Yeah, and then he did the same thing to me a couple nights later and it went on like that for a while. Oh my god. Yeah. The next story is, yeah, like a month ago or so, my mom, my brother, and I went to a yurt for her birthday. Um, and during the time we did a lot of like hikes and walks. And my mom brought lunch, like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And she used a bread that I really like. And so but my brother had accidentally spilled um, this like special kind of water, this water with like special powder stuff in it that would like help you like get through hikes and stuff. And I didn't like I didn't like how the water tasted or how it smelled. It smelled like really sweet and tasted way too sweet. That sounds gross. And he actually spilled some on a new pillow that I'd gotten. So I got really mad and took a bite out of all four um, of the half sandwiches, oh my God. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, so that he would have to like, so it would be harder to... for him to eat them. Yeah. But that ended up failing because he didn't eat them that day. He didn't eat them at all, actually, during the whole trip. And then the, I actually liked them, so I kept eating them, and I basically ate them all. <laughs> so that kind of failed. I'm talking about a trick that I did with my sister. And this was actually really funny, because my parents knew about it, and they were just like, she shouldn't have left her phone in the car. <laughs> so we were in Utah, and this was really fun. It was a really fun trip. And we went on a hike, and most of the kids just hated it and wanted to go back to camp. So some of them did that with one of our one of the parents um, of the families that we were with. And my sister happened to leave her phone in the car. So we went to Arches National Park somewhere. I, I don't remember where. We went to um, a double arch, and it was really, really cool. And I'm just like, you know, I'm going to take pictures with my dad's phone. And then I look over and I see my sister's phone. And I'm just like, well, I can take this and I can take pictures to one, take pictures because it's really cool here, and two, to annoy the heck out of her. So that's exactly what I did. Then like two days later, she's just like, I know you did and I deleted all of them. I'm just like, oh, so we didn't even get to see all of them. Aww. And I was kind of sad about that, but it was still really funny. Your sister's trying to be just like, well, don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. We wrote our own folk tales and stories inspired by the stories we were told. The story of the rabbit and the fox. Once upon a time, there was a fox and a rabbit. They were best friends, or maybe not. It was a warm, sunny day. Birds were chirping, and there was a light breeze outside. They were playing and frolicking in the grass when the fox got an idea. Let's play a game, rabbit. I always knew that you wanted to venture and go to the sun. Climb into my mouth and I could take you there. The rabbit says, yeah, yeah, let's go, now. The fox took the rabbit to the sun as he promised and as he was about to have a delicious meal, 
Rabbit caught what he was planning and leaped to the moon to get away from the fox. You can see the rabbit in the moon because sadly Rabbit never found a way off of the moon. The end. Once upon a time, there was an eclipse. A gigantic one. It was the only time when the sun and moon could talk to each other. Hello, sun. It has been a while since we've seen each other, said the moon. You as well, moon, but I would like to make a bet while I can, the sun said. Oh, and what is it? the moon asked. I think that I am better than you. After all, I light up the sky said the sun. Very well, but if I can prove that I'm worthwhile by the humans voting that I am useful, then I get to be seen in the day, the moon said. And if you fail, then you must stop glowing in the sky, the sun replied. So the moon came down to the earth and transformed into a girl and asked the villagers if the moon should stay in the sky. The moon gives us light in the dark night, said the village man. The moon gives my crops a break from the sun's heat, said a person. I suppose you are worthwhile, moon. You may rest in the day as well as the night, the sun said. The moon looked triumphantly at the sun and earned its place in the day. The tortoise and the hare. Have you heard the story of the tortoise and the hare? There are a few different versions I'm going to tell you. It's one I bet you haven't heard before. Once upon a time, in an ancient Mayan city, there was a tortoise and the hare. They decided one day to have a race. So, one day, they invited people and animals to the race. Three, two, one, go! The hare raced off. And the turtle slowly walked. Once he was where no one could see him, his friend the mole dug a hole to where he was. Then the turtle climbed into the hole and ran all the way to the finish line. And then the tortoise won. The end. And up next, Judah and August. Yeah, they performed the War of the Chickens. Da -na -na -na. Day one, war. Night one, war. Day two, war. Night two, war. Day three, chickens find out they're actually turkeys. Night three, war over. And now the mole's day. This is a list of a mole's day. One, walk. Wake up. Two, eat a worm. Three, eat another worm. Four, go, go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. Three, sniff. Four, sniff, sniff. Five, sniff, sniff, sniff. Six. More snaps. Seven. Go up to the surface. Eight. Scream and run back down. <laughs> Nine. Sniff. Sniff. Ten. Take another. Take another worm and eat it in one bite. Ten. Sniff. 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 Take a nap. Eleven. Forget everything in that day and start all over. The fish used to tell each other not to swim to the sky through the great black bear of the sky would catch them and trap them in the night sky. One fish would roll their eyes and get very annoyed because they wanted to venture out into the night sky. So one day they tried to swim into the night sky. They swam higher and higher. Then they saw the night sky. It was the most beautiful thing they ever saw. But then 
Otherwise, I'll push them back down into the sea. Do not swim into the sky, the owl yelled. Well, why? asked the fish. You will get trapped by the black bear, said the owl. The fish went back to the sea. It took five years, but they became the largest fish in the sea. The fish knew then the owl would never, never can push me back. But even still, they got pushed back. Then they went back and got all their friends to come to the night sky. That time, they all made it past the owl. When they got to the night sky, it was even more beautiful than it was from the fall. But then they saw the black bear. The black bear trapped them. They all became the stars, and that first fish was the moon. This is the story of the rabbit and the deer. We hope you enjoy it. Once upon a time, there was a young deer who stared up at the moon, looking jealously at the rabbit figure in it. He decided that he deserved to be in the moon too, and went to visit a wise sage. The wise sage said, meet me on the ridge at midnight at the full moon, and I will help you. The deer left the sage, and the next at the next full moon, he climbed the ridge and at midnight. The sage stood in full moonlight and said, Here's the rope of wind that will carry you up to the moon. But before I give it to you, please think about if you would like the moon better than the life you have already. The deer thought about his family and the places he loved, and he dropped the rope of wind. One day in the rainforest, there was a fox. It was a very mischievous fox who loved to play pranks on the people in, or the animals in the rainforest. So one day when he got bored, he wanted to play a prank on one of the forest animals. The first animals he saw were the monkeys. He went up to the monkeys and told them, I know where the most golden, delicious bananas in the whole universe are. Follow me and I will show you. The monkeys went to go and follow the fox all the way into a cave. Then, when they got to the cave, the fox said, Go into the cave. The deeper you go in, the more golden and, and delicious the bananas are. When they went into the cave, the fox followed them. Then, when they were deep enough in the cave, the fox banged some rocks together and made lots of noise. Quick, said the fox, you must hold up the ceiling of the cave for it is falling. And if you don't, you will endure, endure a very painful death. So they held up the ceiling and the fox ran away laughing. Soon one of the monkeys got tired and he took off a hand. Nothing happened. Then they took off another. Nothing happened. Then all the other monkeys did the same thing. The ceiling did not collapse. And they realized the fox had tricked them. And the moral of the story is don't trust everything you hear. I would. Once upon a time, the peacock was looking into the river and saw their beautiful feathers. He was like, oh my god, my feathers are so beautiful. And then the bear came and the bear was like, hey, look at my muscles. They're amazing. When Mother Nature looks down, she realized that almost every single animal was arguing about who looked the best. The giraffe was down there saying, <laughs> sorties, I'm 
so tall. You'll never beat how tall I am. And also, have you seen my spots? Your, um, your feathers are like so lost summer. And so Mother Nature decided that she had to do something. She threw a giant dark blue blanket over the entire sky, making it so dark that none of the animals could see a thing. Then the eagle came down and said, I'll go and try to get the blanket. And so the eagle flew up and was really close, a foot away from reaching the blanket. But then the eagle stopped because the eagle was too tired. He flew back down and told them that it was way too tired. The next time he flew up, he just made it and was flying down and was flying back down when the hummingbirds came back out of the sky. They were hiding there until he got to the top and decided that they would poke a hole with their beaks. Pop! They popped a hole. One hole down like 9,000 more to go. They flew back down. They decided to keep doing it over and over until they had a million tiny little dots in the sky. When Mother Nature saw what was happening, they realized that they were all getting together. They were all getting along again, and so she took the blanket off. And that is how we have the stars and why it gets dark at night. The yeah, end. Hello, we have a new product that, that we have developed. It is called the Inflatable Table. Uh, Can you tell us about it, please? Yes, this is an inflatable table, totally overpriced, for $99.99 for a one-by-one, one, that's inches, by the way, not feet, one-by-one one table that you can put on your pool that, that can pretty much hold absolutely nothing. Please buy, because our business is absolutely horrible. Our business is very bad. Please, you need to save us. Oh no, did I just say that when the microphone was on? Oops. Please, 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 please buy this for us. We really need this for our business. On the inflatable table, you can put in any pool, but they probably won't allow you to public pool. Basically, you'll get, um, you can put your chips on it. You can, you have- One singular chip, by the way. Yeah, one singular chip. <laughs> it is, Absolutely ginormous. It's probably about 25,000 feet long. Yes, oh my god. Well, that's, that's all. That's why it has to be so overpriced. Thank yes. you so much. Goodbye. Bye now. In this interview, we will talk about somebody who has 10 turkeys. What kind of turkeys do you have? I don't know, but all I know is that they're very loud. How did you get the turkeys? I found a turkey on the road and decided to adopt it, and then just more came. How do you afford to feed the turkeys? I play in a marachi band. What do you do with the turkeys? I started a racing competition for the turkeys. They all enter every year. That's all for this interview. Come back next time. Buy baby Komodo dragons now. $50 for one, only 80 for two. Great odds. Only a one in five chance of being bitten per baby. Buy them now, deals won't last long. Hi, I'm Ian, and there's just been some huge bunny sightings in Mexico. I'm going to go talk to some experts. Here they are, FD and EG. They went to Mars recently, and there were some bunnies on Mars. They took them back to Mexico. Let's see what they, let's see what they have to hear about this. First, EG. I think that it maybe wasn't the best idea to bring big Martian bunnies back to Mexico because they are from another planet and we don't know a lot about life on the planet Mars. Thank you, Eli. Now it's his turn. Now what do you have to say about this and what are the 
have you named the bunnies? And what is this with the huge bunny sightings? I mean, what does this even mean? Everyone's wondering. Well, I do have to admit, they are pretty big. They're definitely bigger than regular bunnies that you have every day. But I definitely think that they're definitely a little bit different than normal ones, probably that much. The, the names, I have heard some though. I feel like these are probably the top five best that I've heard so far. Um, Eclipse, Shade, Shadow, Night, and Dark. I think that those are some pretty good ones, but yeah, back to you, E. Thank you, these are amazing facts and information. Uh, what colors are these bunnies? Are they just like regular white or black or multicolored bunnies? Or are they different like pink or purple or, you know, different colors? It, it's actually really surprising how black they are. Like it's a pitch black to where when you pick them up, like their, cause their eyes are also black. So like when you pick them up and you look into their eyes, it just look like it's black fuzzy, fuzzy ball. But it's, it's definitely hard to pick them up, tell you that much, they are like, 500 pounds. Maybe you should have named one Black Hole. Oh yeah, really. What do you have to say about all of this? I know that you're both experts, but I would like to get both of your opinions. Well, I think that these were pretty good names. I mean, they, these bunnies are black, and I think that the, the names we gave them were accurate. Do you think that you will keep these bunnies, or these bunnies, or do you think that you'll send them back to Mars? I think that it'd be safer to send them back to Mars because because that is their because, natural habitat and we don't know if there's going to be like some reaction to them being on earth like later on FD what do you think about this I think that it is definitely a better idea to send them back instead of keeping their him here on this planet they might have different things that they need on this well planet Mars and I also think that maybe they have family there or maybe this habitat for them is different and they're still adapting to it. Maybe you need to write a book on this or do some research so other people know about all these extraordinary things. Okay. I um, actually have already started to write a book on this oh. because it is very interesting. Like no, nobody has ever discovered this before. Well, thank you both for your time. I am so happy that we had this time to talk about all this information. Yes, I hope to see you again us. soon. Bye. Goodbye. I have a glorious empire conquering the new world in Africa. 600 years later in 2092. Argentina, wake up. Huh? I just had the best idea. What? Don't be silly. Let's conquer Spain. Why? Spain is so powerful. Then we recruit help. The next day, Argentina, wake up! Mexico, stop waking me up at 4 a.m. I brought friends, Chile, El Salvador, and Equatorial Guinea. Hello. Hi. Hi. <gasps> what did I miss? Nothing, Morocco. Are we ready? No. 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 Let's go then. At the Iberian Peninsula. Portugal, please let us through. Okay, I didn't really like Spain anyway. I claim this land that had originally claimed us for Spain, Mexico, Equatorial Guinea, El Salvador, Argentina, Chile, Morocco, and... The end. Are you ready for a few debates? What side are you on? 
Welcome to Rabbit versus Mole. Hi, I'm Guy One, and I'm on rab the Rabbit side. And I'm Guy Two on Mole's side. I think that Rabbit would win because it's built fast with kicking feet. I think Mole is good on defense because it can hide underground. But the rabbit could dig fast to get to the mole. But the mole could dig deeper and call its friends. Who do you think would win? Send in your votes. Hello, uh, so this week we were learning a lot about Mexico and we heard two stories. One about a rabbit who helped make the moon and another one about a mole who helped free the sun. Now we're going to do a debate about uh, which is better, wild rabbits or moles. Rabbits is certain. Well, I am Team Rabbit, and my first defense is that rabbits have lots of breeds and colors. Uh, what do you have to say, Mole? That may be true, but rabbits are very invasive, and they eat at people's gardens. What's your defense, rabbits? Well, my second defense is that moles also dig holes in people's gardens, not just rabbits. May, rabbits may eat the plants, but moles dig holes in the garden. Okay, so that may be true, Team Rabbit, but moles are making their homes. Rabbits are just stealing food so they can have reproduce, and that's another reason they're invasive, is they steal food to reproduce, and then they become extremely invasive. Good point. What do you have to say, rabbits? Well, Moles are making homes, while rabbits are getting food to survive. Also, there are lots of stories about rabbits, and they even have their own holiday, Easter. Uh, what is your defense, moles? Rabbits are just more well-known because they're more popular because there are so many of them in the world, which is another reason they're invasive. Moles may not be able to see very well, like rabbits, but they have other amazing senses and can dig extremely quickly. Well, my defense is that rabbits have extremely good hearing. Even though moles have really good senses and they lost one, well, rabbits can hear really well. Do you have another good point to make, moles? Yes, I do. Moles have better ways to survive well, rabbits, only way to survive is reproduction, and that goes back to invasive species, because they are an invasive species. Well, this is kind of changing the subject, but in Japan, rabbits are known to pound mochi into the moon, and you can have rabbits as pets and not moles. What is your defense, moles? You may be able to have rabbits as pets, but that's the reason they have so many breeds, is because people like them more, but that, the reason they have so many breeds is artificial selection. Rabbits can jump very high, and they even made the moon. In the Moles just in the freed the sun. Okay, that was in the story, but moles freed the sun, and the sun is more important than making the moon. Wow, I actually think that moles and rabbits are both very good animals. I think it's a tie. Bye. Nice job. Bye. 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 What do you think is better, the sun or the moon? I personally like the moon way better because you don't burn your eyes when you look at it. Well, the sun is refreshing. Also, the moon is so cold. We'd freeze. Well, at least the moon doesn't give you sunburns. There's such thing as sunscreen, you know. Obviously, you can just jump in the pool. The moon is way prettier anyway. Well, 
without the sun, we would die and there would be no crops or food. I guess so, but I still like the moon. I guess we'll never know. Hello and welcome to this heated debate about the buttons on our t-shirts. Is the bird illustration an eagle or a chicken? We have two teams here to debate about this topic. Let the odds be ever in your favor. Begin. Oh, reason I think it is a chicken because, well, chickens are awesome, but also chickens are in a lot of Mexican food, so they're important to the eating habits and other stuff about the poultry in Mexico. <laughs> well, the reason I think it's an eagle is because there is an eagle eating a snake sitting on a cactus on the Mexican flag, which <laughs> seems to say a lot about the eagle in Mexico. Our second reason about why it could be a chicken is because on the button, chicken it, it has head, a crest. it has a feathery crest, and uh, that is also on some chickens too, so. But the eagle on the Mexican flag, I think is a bald eagle, so it wouldn't have the crest. Another reason is for the eagle is um, the beak is the same shape. <laughs> it's the beak of the eagle. So yeah. Did you know that Mexican flowers um, are dahlias? Yes, I actually did, and I, I find did. that very interesting. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Did you also know that axolotls originated in Mexico? No. Oh my god. <laughs> that is so cool. I really <laughs> love that. It is, isn't that so cool? It's just I find that really interesting because everybody's been talking about it. And I'm just like, what's an axolotl? Yeah, I, like, I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. When, I, when I, our new animation teacher drew it, I'm yeah. like, what? I don't. But I then I saw a picture. What it looks like? Yeah, I saw a picture of it, and then I yeah, recognized glass it. Arts. Yeah. How do you guys like glass art? That was fun. I really love that. I made class. a really odd Mexican tile. <laughs> yeah, I made a landscape of a rainbow and some grass and stuff like that. I tried I to make a cherry that. tree that was from Mexico. Yeah. Okay, that actually looked good. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and I really had fun in this Mexican week. I mean, it's the last day, and we've done so many cool projects oh. and everything. Yeah, I just loved uh, learning all about Mexico and singing all these cool songs, like Cielito Lindo. Yeah. That was yeah. really fun. Have you guys ever been to Mexico? Nope. I have. Yeah, it's, it's really, really fun. Pretty. Yeah, it's really pretty. You got the like kind of like rainforesty vibe. It's more, yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't relate. <laughs> well, that was fun to talk to you guys. Yeah. Go to Grace Art Camp. Yeah, it is so fun. Yeah. Like, all these different themes, like Mexico this week, it's so fun. Yeah, and it's always a surprise. Like, the, the counselors are amazing. And you get to learn so about fun. amazing things. And you get to be in groups. Yeah. Only for COVID. But, like, and, and they wrote, they were, like, pivoted so well in the year of COVID <laughs> and it's just so fun to hang out here. Yeah, and the art projects are actually so amazing. Like sometimes you go to like art places and they're like yeah. really kind of like They're like more, yeah. this place is more artsy. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Well, see you guys soon. Bye. Also, go to Grace, Grace Art, art Camp. Gracias. Appreciate you listening to GAC Radio keeping an ear out for the next week's episode.